Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live.
Well, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. I am so excited to be here with you on tonight for another Fresh Manna broadcast for God's Church International. I'm Pastor Adrian Rump, and on Sunday we come together with a sermonic theme. We want to give you a sermon on tonight. We've already had Bible study on Tuesday. We had prayer on Friday night. And now it's time to lift up the Word of God through a sermonic theme. This month, hallelujah, we have been lifting up the topic, God's Not Dead. And for uh, today, of course, it is Pentecost. It's Pentecost Sunday. And we want to make sure, hallelujah, that we are giving you a sermonic theme that speaks just to that. And so today I am just excited to just be with you. But if you have your Bible, we want you to go to Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew. Amen. We're going to Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, and I'll be giving you some additional scriptures throughout the, the uh, sermon, but uh, at this time we'll be going through Matthew 16, 19. I'm going to read it, and it reads this way. And I will give unto to thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you, O God, for this opportunity. Father God, you preach, God, through me. 
Father God, let your words ring forth, God. Let the words that will administer what you want minister to your people come forth, Father God. Not my way, but your will, God. All of you and none of me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, as I said, I'm excited. This is Pastor Adrian with God's Church International. And, uh, you know, God has been doing some things in my personal life as well as in the life of God's Church International. There has been a, a serious transition and a serious shift here in 2015. We had a wonderful time of revival, uh, come uh, preaching for five nights in April to commemorate our fourth anniversary. I cannot believe time has flown that quickly. And we've had a shift and a transition even in personnel, but God had already said that, I mean, that we would change, that people would come, people would go. And I know about, I know if you've had people come in and out of your life, you know that it's not always fun. It's not always the best feeling. It's not something that you're always looking for or looking forward to. But it's so good, amen, when you are just obedient to the Father and when you are going in the direction in which he wants you to go. Do you understand what I am talking about on tonight? What God is requiring from us is so much more than we could ever think, what we could ever ask, what we could ever suppose in our mind. You know, God wants to give us so much more. He wants to give us power. He wants to give us his power. He wants us to wield his power. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking a little bit more about that. I'm excited. Hallelujah for what God is doing. Hallelujah. So we've already read Matthew 16:19. Now let's let's just get into this word. And so this afternoon, this evening, wherever you are, uh, this this particular passage speaks to the true power of the church. The church has a high calling, and a calling of the church is so great that it is not humanly possible for us to fulfill this calling on our own. Nevertheless, with the grace that's been given by Christ himself, we can, we can be the church that he called us to be. We can be a church that the very gates of hell, hallelujah, will, will be shuddering at. That We already know the word of God says the gates of hell will not prevail against us. But the church, hallelujah, that would also be able to go about making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and also the church that will be teaching them to observe everything that he has commanded. Our text tells us that we have the keys to do the work that we as a body of Christ has been called to do. And I know you said, preacher, what are you talking about? But as we just read in our text, Jesus so easily tells Peter, I give to you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. However, we need to understand tonight hallelujah, that this power is promised to all who believe that Jesus is the son of the living God. Moreover, this is the promise to all who confess Jesus as Christ. For Peter did not reach this point in his life until he came to realize who Jesus really was. We don't believe me, let's keep walking. Church, some of us this this evening are basing our faith on what someone else said or what someone else did or what someone else believed. You see, some people are members of the church just because their parents or just because their grandparents were members. However, church, if you if how you feel about Jesus is based on what others say or what others do, then you have a problem. 
For look at how Jesus started this conversation with his closest disciples, his closest followers, his boys. For he asked the question, who do men say that I am? And we know what their response was. They said, well, some say you are John the Baptist, and some say you are Elijah, and others say that you are Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But then came the most important question of all. But whom say ye that I am? In other words, church, Jesus said, however, nevertheless, on the other hand, yet and still, who do you say that I am? Moreover, Peter gave the most profound answer when he correctly stated, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. It was then that Peter was blessed and the origin of the church was revealed. You see, the church was a mystery. That is to say, it was hidden. It wasn't revealed. It wasn't in plain sight in the Old Testament. It was the first prophesied. However, here in the words of the Lord, when he spoke to Peter and said, on this rock, I will build my church. Even though Peter's name meant rock, Jesus was saying the church would be built on the faith statement Peter made, which was Jesus is the Christ. And on the solid rock, the rock of ages, would the church be built upon this? And if it was built upon this rock, then the gate of hell could not and would not prevail against it. Church, once we get to this point in our lives, when we can honestly believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, that he is the Messiah, that he is the Savior, that he is our Redeemer, that he is the one who died on the cross for our sins, then we will receive the kings to the kingdom, which opens up doors, which closes doors, which binds, which looses. That is to say, church, once we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is the Son of God and that God raised him from the dead, then we have come to the point where we, too, have obtained the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever we loose on earth will be loose in heaven. And whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And I do believe this evening, this afternoon, this morning, wherever you are, my brothers and my sisters, that you confess a long time ago that Jesus is the Son of God and that you truly believe he is Christ, the anointed one, or else you could not have made it this far. Therefore, I stop by to tell you, hallelujah, all my way to heaven, to tell you and to remind others, you got the power. Now, to have the power means that you have the authority. It means that, that you have the power means that you have control of this thing. To say that you have power means that you have influence over the ability to or the strength to do it. As a body of believers with Jesus Christ as our head, then you need to know that you hold the keys to the kingdom of heaven. You see, church, keys are a symbol of authority. In Isaiah 22, 22, we find where the Lord says he will give his faithful servant the keys of the house of David, and he shall open and no one shall shut, and his servant shall likewise shut and no one shall open, because he has the keys. Church, when you have the keys, no one can shut you out. And if the door is closed, you have the keys, then you can open it. 
My brothers and my sisters, Jesus is that faithful servant who holds the key to the house of David. However, on the establishment of the church, he gave us the keys. For he said, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind, I bind. Whatever you loose, I loose. In other words, he is telling us, you got the power. Whatever you declare locked on earth is locked in heaven. And whatever you declare unlocked on earth is unlocked in heaven. Now, these keys do not give us the power or that is the right to judge or condemn others. For the Bible says, judge not, that you be not judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. The Bible teaches us that the blind cannot lead the blind, for they will both fall. Jesus said, why do we look at the sawdust in your brother's eye, but you do not consider the plank in your own eye? And how can you say to your brother, let me remove that speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye. We must first remove the plank from our own eye. In other words, we must judge ourselves. We examine ourselves first. We must live right. Then we can teach others. Then we can lead others. Then we can encourage others. Then we can pray for others. Then we can uh, push others to go forward. If we are doing right ourselves, many of us are busy looking at what someone else is not doing in the church, and maybe in the home or maybe on our job, when we need to be looking at what we ourselves are not doing. And we need to start doing our part. And then we can show someone else what they are not doing. I know everybody ain't happy right now. Church, we spend too much time judging others. We spend too much time comparing what we are doing to that of what someone else is not doing. However, we are crucified with Christ. We should live the life Christ lived. We should not compare our life with the people at our church or the people in our family or the people at our job. However, we should be comparing our life with the life that Christ lived. Do not look for others to live exactly the same way you do. Do not look for others to have the same walk with God that you walk. Do not even look for others to believe every little thing that you believe. Simply look for Christ in others and let others see Christ in you. Live the life that you believe Jesus would have you to live and let others do the same. Only God is always right. We do not have the right to judge, but rather we have the power to teach. We have the power to correct. We have the power to rebuke. We have the power to love. We have the power to encourage. We have the power to be peacemakers. We have the power, hallelujah, to do what Father God has called us to do as Christ followers. Our power is based on our relationship with Jesus which is why we must keep a close relationship with him, because without him, we can do nothing. But as Paul reminded us, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Church, you got the power. Church, we do have the power of prayer. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, believe and you shall receive it. We, we have not because we ask not. On the other hand, some of us are asking and not believing. Man and woman of God, you got the power. And when was the last time you prayed for someone who was in trouble? Pray 
for prayer is power. Also, as a body of believers, we have the power of unity. For we know that where there is togetherness, there is strength. For Jesus said, where two or more are gathered in his name, there he will be also. Man and woman of God, you got the power. And you got the power of the Holy Spirit. For Jesus told the disciples in Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and even in the remotest parts of the earth with the Holy Spirit. You can have the power to preach the word of God. With the Holy Spirit, you can love the unlovable. With the Holy Spirit, you can forgive the unforgivable. With the Holy Spirit, you can go into the world and you can make disciples. You also have the power to defeat the enemy. For Jesus said in our text today, whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Church, we have the power to bind Satan in the name of Jesus. All you have to do is call on the name of Jesus. For Satan cannot stand the name of Jesus. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. Church, we have the power over evil spirits that are trying to destroy this country. We have the power over the evil spirits that are destroying our jobs, that are destroying our homes, that are destroying our community, that are destroying our churches. But we have the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever we loose on earth, we'll be loose in heaven. And whatever we bind on earth, we'll be bound in heaven. Church, you got the power. Is there trouble anywhere? Bind it up. You got the power. Is there sickness anywhere? Bind it up. You got the power. Is there anger? Bind it up. You got the power. Is there gossiping and backbiting and lying and cheating? Bind it up. You got the power. If there is jealousy and envy anywhere, bind it up in the name of Jesus, church, because you got the power. And in its place, I need you to lose peace for trouble, lose healing for sickness, lose love for anger, lose integrity and truth for gossip and backbiting, lose love and jealousy for jealousy and envy. Church, we have the power to have victory over every circumstance in our own life because we have the keys to the kingdom of heaven. All we have to do is bind up sin and lose God's grace, and lose God's mercy, and lose God's love, and we can have peace in time of trouble, the peace that surpasses all understanding. We can have joy when we are talked about and lied on, the joy that's unspeakable joy. When we're called everything but a child of God, we can keep strutting, keep walking with our head held high because we know we're king's kids. We know we're called out. We are royal priesthood. We are the call of God moving forward, as Father God has said, for you and you and you and you. You got the power through Jesus, who was born of a virgin, Jesus, who was crucified unto death, and Jesus, who was buried in a borrowed tomb, but also that same Jesus that rose early the third day with all power of heaven and all power of earth in his hands. Hallelujah. I'm talking about that same Jesus, that 
virgin birth, that Jesus, hallelujah, has passed that power on to you. And I need you to know this. If you don't know nothing else, church, or on tonight, is that you, my brother and my sister, you got the power. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bless you, God, and we honor you, God, for all that you're doing, God. And we thank you, God, for this word that you have brought forth on tonight. Father God, we pray that it will fall upon the ears of those that are hungry to hear encouragement and to be empowered, God, by your spirit. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, on this Pentecost Sunday, Father God, let not one word, God, fall and be devoured up by the enemy. But, Father God, let the seed be sown across these airwaves. Let it reach the fertile ground, God. Let it take root, God, and let the harvest spring forth. God, do a new thing. Hallelujah, God. Do a mighty work. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, God. Let let that one soul be lost that stumbles upon this message, oh, God, and let their families be saved as a result. God, we're looking for the miraculous. God, we're looking for the powerful. God, we're looking, hallelujah, for the shift in you. God, we love you, we honor you, and we give you all the praise, and we thank you in advance for the powerful harvest that is coming forth. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Well, I'm so excited that you decided to join me on tonight. And, I, you know, I feel so good way down on the inside. God is doing some miraculous work. I pray, hallelujah, that you can catch it. You want to catch the vision. We want you to link with us. We'd love for you to partner with us. Please go to our website, www.godschurchinternational.org, and take a look at our eChurch site. There's worship. There's a prayer wall. There's a place where you can contact us and listen to the ministry as it's gone forth. We invite you to link with us in this next season as Father God is doing a mighty work. We enjoy ministering to his people, and we enjoy making sure that you and you and you have an opportunity to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you don't know him in the pardon of your sins, and maybe you've never accepted him as your Lord and Savior, this is an opportune time. I want you to have that same power that Jesus spoke of, in order to do that, you got to align yourself and be adopted into the family of God. Will you pray this prayer with me? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm a sinner. I repent of my sin. Please forgive me. Wash me. Make me clean. I believe Jesus is your son. He was born, he died, and he rose again just for me. And now he's at your right hand in heaven, making intercession for each one of us. I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved. Well, if you repeated that prayer, it's just that simple. Please go to our eChurch site at GodsChurchInternational.org or GodsChurchInternational.com. And please leave uh, information or follow our contact page, contact us page, and let us know that you received Jesus Christ. We have some powerful resources we'd like to put in your hand. And if you don't have a Bible, we'd be willing to send you one. Hallelujah. So that you can begin reading in John, the Gospel of John, and hear how John so eloquently writes 
about the love of Christ and about who Jesus is. We're excited, hallelujah, that you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And this is the best day. This is the beginning of the rest of your godly life. We love you so much, and we look forward to seeing you right back here next week at the same time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard, for another time of fresh manna broadcast. Remember this as we close out this particular sermonic teaching on tonight. It's not about you. It's not about me. But it's all about him. Until next week at this same time, God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.